Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tribune Audio Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens, a production of WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region, a podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens and this is The Cities. A survey of students in Quantity area schools found that 10% of adolescents admit to misusing prescription drugs. Those are just the ones that admit to it, one in 10. It's another alarming statistic about many when you look at the prescription drug abuse that we see across our country. And it's foolish not to think that it isn't in our schools as well. Last year, Unity Point Health joined up with a national research team to bring the Prescription Drug Safety Program to Quantity Area Schools, and it's now back for a second year. Daniel Joyner of Unity Point Health Trinity and Janet Rector from the Robert Young Center joined me to talk about prescription drug addictions among our children. And Janet Rector says it's not just an adult addiction. When you think about the availability of prescription drugs in people's homes and they don't get rid of medications, it's readily available. It's uh, in schools uh, where it can be easily passed to other students. And it's viewed as not as dangerous. I was going to ask that because it just seems to be that it could be a more covert abuse is that yes. you take a pill here take a pill there mm-hmm. give a pill here give a pill there right and young people don't realize uh, or understand unless they've had some education uh, that using prescription drugs is just as dangerous as using marijuana alcohol heroin cocaine and the misuse obviously just becomes a cycle for people once they get stuck or addicted even as a young person that can lead to so many different things that's correct and that's why you know this program is is geared towards kind of getting ahead of that curve before um, you know the conversation starts or those pills are being passed around can we catch them early enough to uh, make sure they understand the dangers around misuse of of the drugs what did you find out from the first year of the program because you did you did you know you, you educated them, mm-hmm. you, you gave them uh, information on how they can lead their lives, but yeah. you also kind of monitored what they knew beforehand, what they knew afterwards. Yes, that's correct. So we did a pre-test and a post-test uh, after the education was, was done, and we found that 90% of the individuals that completed the course uh, felt like they had the skills necessary to refuse prescription drugs, which is huge. Uh, 77% um, said that, uh, that they uh, felt like they were a part of the prevention piece in their communities and in their schools uh, to help stop misuse of prescription drug safety. That's a big deal as well. And 55% said they were better able to spot abuse as well. That's correct. That's a huge deal as well because, let's be honest, the peers may be able to spot it before someone else. That's correct. 
That's correct. And then the last piece uh, to the program is really looking at what resources locally and across the nation are available. So if they or someone they know is dealing with an abuse issue, uh, what resources they can tap into locally to help uh, manage their addiction. Is drug abuse or even prescription drug abuse, and I don't mean to separate the two as if they're totally different, sure. is it different among adolescents than it is for adults? I mean, are adolescents better able to hide it or do they make it more of a social thing? Is it something that they share with their friends? Is it a different way of addiction? Well, I think it depends on, on the person and sure. the adolescent, but a lot of times they are introduced at parties or at different functions where substances are available and may feel like they need to be part of the group and will try something. Um, is it different? The, the cycle of addiction is no different for an adolescent than it would be for an adult, but probably is more in a social setting mm -hmm. than it would be for, for an adult, the it introduction. In so many different ways, it always gets back to peer pressure. Yes. So let me get back to one, something we were talking about okay. before we started recording, is a social norms gap. It's how teens view their peers, and this is one of the things that you discussed in the program. I want to ask you about that, yes. but explain that concept. Well, peers have so much available, or young people have so much available to them nowadays through the internet, through uh, all the social media that they participate in regularly. So they have instant information on, on substances and, and different things. But in reality, if you take a look at the, the Iowa Youth Survey, which is done every two years in the state of Iowa, the 2018 results for Scott County show that it is not the case that students are, are using as many substances as they might feel are being used. And that's the thing that we're talking about when it comes to this gap. It's mm -hmm. perception as opposed to reality. Mm -hmm. and, and you're trying to tell these kids, no, this isn't reality. Yes. That's correct. And this program uh, takes a look at that. So it, it, it talks about the basics, uh, what the prescription drugs are, uh, what the impact they, that they can have on your body, uh, tips and tools that you can use to refuse prescription drugs if they're offered to you, and then as I mentioned before, the local resources available if they know of someone that's struggling with the addiction. Well, I hate to bring back something from the 1980s, but it almost is your way of saying you can just say no. That's correct. I mean, that's I mean correct. it's, 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 it's it not that it's, that it's cool to say no, mm -hmm. but it is, it is something that is available to you. Yeah, if you think about uh, even when I, you know, when I was in elementary school, the D.A.R.E. programs that mm -hmm. were available in elementary school yeah, and yeah. middle school, uh, kind of taking a similar approach in, in that regard. And, and again, catching them early enough uh, before they're exposed to those type of parties and things where those drugs are offered, uh, allowing them to have that knowledge uh, to be able to make a more informed decision about what they do. Now, we were talking about statistics after the first year, and, and that is one metric on how to measure success mm -hmm. or whether or not you are actually getting through. But as you well know, statistics can be swung anyway. Mm -hmm. Kids can say exactly what they want, yeah. they think they want uh, you to hear. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think was the success last year? Well, I think the success was the, the pilot schools that we worked with. Uh, knowing that uh, no matter what we do, you know, people uh, take in information differently. So this is just one more tool in the toolbox that, that students and schools can use uh, to really make an impact on a, on a child's life. Some may hear it uh, better from uh, testimonials that they hear from people who've experienced that uh, on a personal level, but uh, our goal is to reach more students uh, with this education and, and again, be another touch point along the process. Well, Janet Rector, you're with Robert Young. Yes, so sir. often you get to see the end game of so much of this mm -hmm. when they're actually addicted and they're coming Correct. into your clinics for services. Yes. You, though, want to be more proactive in being out in the community. How is this helping yes. you do that? Uh, well, along with Daniel, uh, we run a prevention department 
through Robert Young Center in our Davenport CADS location and also at New Horizons in Muscatine. And our projects are for prevention, it's birth to death. So we work with all age groups, whether it's going into the schools and doing evidence-based curriculum or being on a coalition or going to a workplace and talking to employers. So our goal really is to prevent the onset of first use and delay misuse. Well, and, and so what scares you the most from everything that you see right now, all the education that you've given right now? There's so much available drugs or addictive material right now. I think it's important to start young. Uh, my kids have heard it. Uh, my kids are all adults, but they have heard it all their lives. And I, at, when my son went to prom, I said, tell me five things that you're going to say tonight to refuse substances when you're offered. And I think it's important that the parents become involved, and as well as the schools, and teach them at a young age uh, what the expectations are and what the dangers are. What does that mean, a young age? Because my young age was much different than what the young age is now. <laughs> you're right. Uh, we do have curriculums that we are evidence-based that go from kindergarten through 12th grade. And what happens is when you're with a younger group, kindergartner, first, second, uh, maybe you have puppets and you talk about uh, good pill, bad pill. We have a board that shows how a, a pill might look like a Skittle and never to take something mm -hmm. unless it's from you know, a nurse and never to take unopened packages of, of anything, candy from a friend, because it might not be candy. But Daniel, this program just really seems to be geared specifically to students and, and really a lot to the peers, mm -hmm. to, to the group mentality. So what do you see as the biggest success? Uh, again, I think the biggest success is um, uh, the amount of students that we've been able to reach in the first year. Uh, so we've partnered uh, across the state of Iowa and Illinois into 48 schools, okay. uh, reached over 2,000 uh, students in those schools here locally, uh, about seven schools that we've reached out to, over 250 students and 115 uh, learning hours uh, that they've gone through. And your goal was to actually increase the number of schools participating this school year. Mm -hmm. How is that going so far? Uh, we got some great news earlier this year uh, that Davenport Schools is integrating this into uh, their health classes. For every ninth grader that goes through uh, health education, uh, they will take this course. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's just one success that we've heard uh, and then hope to obviously ex continue to expand and hear more successes as well. Well, and as you said, it, it's not just a... Uh, it's not just a one-year process. I mean, you're hoping correct. to follow some of these kids in future years. That's correct. So this isn't just a one-and-done uh, type of program, but really it's, it's about uh, educating them throughout uh, high school and then also yes. connecting them to other prevention resources in the community as well. One of the statistics that came out of the report from mm -hmm. the first year was 10% in the Quad Cities say they misused uh, uh, prescription drugs. Mm -hmm. Did that surprise you, or do you think it's higher than that? Uh, I, I wouldn't think it was higher than that. Uh, just based off of statistics from the Iowa Youth Survey, uh, which is done in all the uh, Davenport, or not, excuse me, all of the Scott County schools, including parochial. Um, then let me throw another statistic yeah. at you, which came along with this report, and that was that 38% of the students that you surveyed, 38% have received prescriptions from doctors. In other words, they already are familiar somewhat with prescription Correct. drugs because they are getting it administered to them yes. correctly by a doctor. I think that what goes along with that is the education of the uh, medical field that we at CADS and Robert Young Center have been doing for quite some time. Uh, pain management can be done in many ways and uh, 
prescribing a narcotic to a teenager or uh, some sort of opioid is probably not going to be beneficial. They need it for a, a, maybe a short period of time and then they have the whole bottle left. Well, and that's, uh, Daniel, that's kind mm -hmm. of the statistic that really did jump out at me mm -hmm. is that 38% that have received prescription from doctors. Not saying it's, it's, it's wrong or anything, but it is prevalent in some ways. Mm -hmm. And to Jenna's point, it's about, it's about the education, right? So if they know uh, this pill you only take uh, over a five-day period and to discard the rest properly, uh, that's what the education is about, to mm -hmm. not then pass that on to a, a peer or uh, someone who it, that drug isn't prescribed to. Well, I want to end this with, of course, you got to aim it towards the parents and also to the schools. Yes. So I'll let you do the parents. You do the schools. <laughs> if a school is interested, mm -hmm. how do they contact you? How do they take part? Yeah, if I could give my email out, that would be sure. uh, the best way to contact me is daniel.joiner, that's J-O-I-N-E-R, at unitypoint.org. And uh, I would be happy to work with uh, any school that's interested in Scott, Rock Island, Muscatine, and Henry County. And as you said, parents are so important, but once they leave the house, yes. they have to make good decisions. Hopefully, Correct. you instilled them. Yes, I think it's, a, it's essential for parents to be involved in their children's lives. And I see parents that are afraid to uh, comment to their children or their children uh, seem to have more power in, in households and I just really throw it back to the parents it's their responsibility to raise a healthy child and certainly we have uh, plenty of resources that we can help parents to educate them uh, through our prevention departments in both uh, Davenport and Muscatine. That's Janet Rector of the Robert Young Center on Addictions and Daniel Joyner of Unity Point Health Trinity. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. Tribune Audio Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.